This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Well, let's start out with some Britney Spears news here and her ex, Kevin Federline. Now, we learned a couple weeks ago, was it, that he was attempting to move her kids, their kids that they shared together to Hawaii, right? Yes. Uh, well, now it's apparently, this is according to the Daily, or to Deadline, that Kevin Federline has given Britney Spears an approval plan to move their sons to Hawaii, or if she doesn't approve it, he will take action in court to allow them to do so. His uh, wife got a um, job, job uh, professor at the University of Hawaii. Of Honolulu. Oh. Yeah, I think that's what I heard. That she's got a job at the school and needs to move there to get ready for the new year. Mm-hmm. So, oh. and Hawaii's one of Brittany's favorite places. Mm-hmm. And she isn't. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, she could easily then make the trip, but uh, that would be tough if your kids are going far away. But she loves Hawaii. Yeah. So we'll see what the courts decide or if they can come up with something together as uh, co ex parents there. So we'll, mm-hmm. we shall see. Uh, we've got some news from The Sun. Now, this is alleged supposedly that Erica Jane is dating. A gentleman that uh, does not surprise most of us the way his character, the character of the gentleman. So Erica Jane is uh, she's still in the mess and still in the middle of a messy divorce. Uh, She was uh, apparently there were photos snapped of her of this this lawyer named Jim Wilkes, the second. And Jim himself has got himself into quite a bit of trouble in the past domestically. Now I'm saying he has he he currently is Is a lawyer. He is a lawyer. Yes. Which doesn't. There you go. Fits the bill for her previous ex. But he, uh, according to reports, uh, he was arrested on aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, a felony and a misdemeanor battery. Now, this is according to the Tampa Bay Times, where he had held a he shot a 45 caliber gun twice in his house, allegedly at his ex-wife at the time. But she is claimed, and he said that he grabbed the gun and shot it at the bathroom wall and and shot one up in the ceiling because she thought she was going. He thought his ex wife was going to grab the gun. Good lord! His ex wife is claiming that he shot the gun twice and then held it to her head and to her abdomen and threatened her life. Mm-mm. This is a man, Run, Erica. Erica Jane is now allegedly Probably supposedly giving her dating. money. Girl, legal what, advice. That's what I think is ah, that. There we go. He allegedly has sent her five hundred thousand dollars. <sighs> yes. Wow. Um, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after being spotted in Las Vegas with Erica Jane over the weekend, he posted a photo of him with his wife. Hmm. It's it's very, very it's, twisted. the whole thing is very twisted. She had filed for divorce from him in 2021, but they reconciled. Who knows what's going on? Erica Jane likes shady men, though. She shady does. older men with money. And might be married. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I mean, she was with Tom for a long she time. She was with him. 
What uh, for like it, all of her adult life? It, I, there's a I have a question for you. She says that Bravo star is preparing for her residency at the House of Blues in Mandalay Bay okay, Resort and Casino. Five shows does mm-hmm. not make a residency. <laughs> like, everyone that writes about music in yes. the media, five dates isn't a residency. A no. residency has got to be at least a summer, four weekends in a row. Okay, six weekends in a row. Give us more than five dates. That is not a residency. That's right. Okay. So, and what is she doing there? She's I mean, going to do her money. Ca- she's a, oh, she was yes, a performer. Oh, yes. Yes, this, I played this money can't. Songs. Yes, I remember we played those songs. Not okay. money can't buy me class. No, it's, no. they're she really, similar to that. Yeah, kind of, but dance. So she's just kind of making She some... was here for Pride maybe like five years ago before this all went down. She was like the ambassador for no, Pride. she was the headline on Friday yeah. night. She performed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. So that is definitely not a residency. Five dates, I would agree. No, I don't think it yeah. is. So uh, Lisa, is it Hashtein? Hashtein? Hockestein. Hockestein. Mm-hmm. So she is claiming that she was verbally, as well, now not Lisa, but her husband Lenny is claiming that he was verbally assaulted by Lisa in a little bit of a tirade that she wanted, went on in their home. So it all started oh. Out so with ugly, where two. Lisa would leave Lenny's mail in their master bedroom in a place where he could come and grab the mail. Allegedly, he went in to grab that mail while she was still in the bedroom slash the bathroom of the bedroom. She came running out of the bathroom of the bedroom, screaming at him, pushing him, shoving him. Darling, you know you put your mail on a table by the foyer, Miami. Yeah, Real Housewives of Miami. Who are these people? We saw in the Real Housewives of Miami this year when they were separated that Lenny would just stroll in the house whenever he wanted, would go up to their bedroom and... You know, so I don't know why she'd leave the mail in the bedroom. I would leave it in the foyer. They've got a big, huge right hall. There. They've got That's a big weird. foyer That's with 30-foot ceilings and a table with a mirror. That's where you set the damn mail. 100%. But, uh, so, These uh, two are going to be ugly. It's going to, and including this, so right when right when this was going on, uh, Lisa grabbed the phone, called 911, and oh was escalating in, her, in, in the words of page six, escalating the situation by saying, he's being the aggressor, he's coming after me when... He, Lenny, is saying the exact opposite. And in fact, Lenny, the husband, filed uh, court documents as part of an emergency motion to be granted temporary full custody of their two children, Logan and Ellie, because Lenny believed that this behavior was not good for the kids. Lenny wants to try and get out of pain. Ah. As much money as possible. I mean, he's not the hands-on father. He's the surgeon who's gone every day from right. seven to eight. Yes, and a judge felt that exact way that way yeah. you felt and denied she's this emergency the, filing. She's the stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. and we've seen that on the show. Lenny is just—he's—he's uh, he's, not present. He, he's no good. Yeah, well, he's no good. This whole situation seems a little dicey. Oh, they're all good. It's going to be very bad. Those kids are going to need therapy if they remember it. Maybe they're young enough they can't remember their mom and dad screaming and fighting so much. Uh, <laughs> one is seven and one is three. So one, yeah, one maybe, one maybe not. Mm-hmm. Logan's seven, Ellie is three. But uh, let's go over to the Tony Awards, and they're going to be held on June 11th. And the Writers Guild is asking any Tony nominated member to not attend. I don't know why this they're going to have this Tony Awards. Either. Who's going to write it? Nobody. Who, nobody's going to write it. They're not going to have it. It's going to be unscripted. Allegedly, they're going to have it, and they're asking that if you are nominated and win, that you send in a video acceptance speech or have someone who's not a part of the guild to accept the award on your behalf I as a way to stand in solidarity. I think what they want to do is, you know, they want to recognize the winners this year. Just print a sheet. No one's going to go on it. No one's going to cross the lines. I mean... You know what I mean? They want to recognize 
these people. Broadway's because, in a dilemma because they need people to come to some of these new yes, shows they do. and they need the buzz of the Tony Awards. Good so point. they are in. They're in a catch twenty two. It yeah. is their big advertising push. You know the yep. Tonys. There's not like commercials for go to Broadway here right. locally. You know, right. it's the and Tonys. how many times can they perform on the morning show? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Grant. Yes. Th- okay, so Lori and Julie here for MSP.com, our airport, and you can now book your security screening time at msp for free and terminal two this summer it's a brand new pilot program that you can reserve your time that you're going through security at terminal True, and it's a two and it's a new program called msp reserve you can uh book appointments online as early as a week before your flight so during really heavy traffic times this is great enter your flight details and the number of people traveling with you to view the available times that you can go through the TSA screening process at the airport. You scan your QR cord that you get um, with staff and they will send you to a security checkpoint lane designated for this new pilot program and it's completely free. It's called MSP Reserve Passenger. So you don't stress out about going through TSA at Terminal 2. Check it out at MSPAirport.com. I just live to skim my journals. Well, this is a real study of duh, you guys. That was so... <laughs> I, just I love to skim. Skim a here, skim a there. So easy okay. to skim when you can just read very quickly. You can that just is, get the gist. That's it. And okay. No follow-up questions. Do you want your employees back in the offices? Do people want this? Guess what you could do. The number one thing that people want. Free parking or lunch. Free coffee. Oh. Yeah. Here's what they figured out. That people um, get organized. They need their coffee. Like 60% of people buy their coffee. And they did the math. And they figured 16 minutes per cafe visit. You do three a week, which is 56 minutes a week, over 52 weeks in a year. It's basically about a week. Of your working life is spent getting, getting coffee. coffee. So and how much coffee, money? If the coffee was provided, we didn't do well. Yeah, two thousand eight hundred fifty-four dollars. Huh. That's a lot of money. That's a big. That's a raise. Yeah, that's a. Uh huh. Well, people don't realize. So people are like, if they, if our boss, if our company really valued us, they would have coffee. good a good coffee station for us here. We have that here. We do. do have it on the ready. Um. And then coming in a close second is free food. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some I kind think, of a. And, you know, I was talking to someone whose daughter just started her first job today and it's at home. And she's like, God, I wish you'd just go to work. Yeah. You know, they just. Right. Well, it's the way it is right now. The perk that would encourage people to work from an office. Free beverages. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And I think the people don't even know what it's like. You won't, you know, because all that your coffee money, I always say, oh, I never buy coffee like at I never buy my coffee anywhere but at home unless I'm traveling or something because I'm saving my coffee money for my blowouts. Or hear, stuff. Yes, true, though. Yes, it is true because it's an ex- it's it's an extravagance and it's an exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, if you buy three drinks a week. For coffee, it will add up to about twenty eight hundred dollars a year. Oh, I believe it. And oh. a week of your time. 
No, I believe that 100%. Mm-hmm. I would rather have the time than the money, to be honest with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. But you do you go to the the big places, Grant? I don't. I'm sometimes a, it's really good. Sometimes like oh, a yeah. Saturday morning, oh. I will go and get some fancy fun like caramel yeah, mochiato yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. And, yeah, Something you won't make at yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, get me all buzzed up on caffeine. It's great. But once a week, if that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Is that it? Just food and coffee. That'll get us out of our house. That's about it. That's, I think. <laughs> Concerts. Concerts. <laughs> okay. Uh, I this, think a workout, Jim. Uh, yeah, this this question was posed um, by the um, University of New England, but they there's no published studies that have assessed this. So okay. here's the question. What are the long-term effects of quitting social media? Nobody can cut off, can log off long enough. To study, to figure it out, and if you think of the, what are the what social media? Think of the big five: Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Insta, YouTube, TikTok. Mm-hmm. And nobody, nobody can log off long enough for them to study. What would be the good? I effect? would raise my hand if someone would pay me during the process. Okay, the you want to get paid to I'd do get that? Paid to do it. Um, the number one, yeah, they're like, we really would like to, they've done different studies, like one study that was done in 2020 found people who quit social media saw improvements in their close relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, another study in 2018 assessed the psychological state of people uh, who were using 10 minutes daily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and then three weeks later, if they had limited, they had lower um, loneliness and depression, but again, not long enough period of time. In another study in 2019, people were asked to take a break from Facebook and Instagram to the researchers' surprise. The group who was more active on social media experienced less positive psychological oh, effects geez. than the other. So they just don't know enough. Right. Every, every time you see a study about social media, it's just the ah. study of that moment in that picture of time. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, like, they found out, like, that last week there was the thing about study about social media and the harm on teenagers. But the caveat that came out today from that study was, but if kids are LGBTQ, it helps. Okay. Because so then like they can find their community. Acceptance, right. yeah. So we just don't, we don't know enough uh, about it. So you're saying we can't put our phones down long enough to actually perform the study we need to get the right information. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of makes sense about how Mm -hmm. we're tied to them. Yeah. So we just (laughs) don't know. So all I can say is take a break once in a while from one of your social media and ask you if the benefit is worth it to you. And if the answer is yes. Like, I hardly ever go to Facebook unless my mom tells me somebody in the family has posted a great photo. Yeah, you go. Yeah. You know, I don't that's one know that I've you. just kind of gone away from. Yeah. And I just do it when I get home. I yeah. like put my phone in my bedroom uh-huh. and I do my best to not go to go it. And I leave it. it in my bedroom yeah. and I still do. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'll go get it. But I just I cannot stand sitting watching shows or sitting on the couch with that damn thing. I try to put it away once I get mm-hmm. home. But this it doesn't is, work. This is a real study of I, I mean, we could have just asked you, but instead they went and asked. Um, we could have just asked who, Grant? You. Or you, me? someone who's okay. been a parent. Yeah, not me. Um, <laughs> parenting isn't easy. <laughs> okay. This is a study of duh. But uh, parents have a disagreement with their children every other day. 
Growing when they're when they're when they're young. When they're younger. Of course. Yeah. Temper tantrums. The average child throws over four per week. What causes them could be anything. Couldn't fit a toy in his toy car. His shirt wasn't pants. I wouldn't let him play in the toilet. Overtired. I gave her spaghetti. She doesn't like the color red because the dirt on the floor is a monster. He lost his pet worm. I mean the the the, the, I the things that kids can come up with to have a temper tantrum probably is the most shocking thing about like becoming a parent. Um, just like how has my darling child turned into this little monster? Whatever age that is. Is it three, four? That's younger. Yeah. It is. Even when there's no reasoning. Yeah. They just have a fit over nothing. You can talk them out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I want it now. It always reminds me of that lady from Willy Wonka. I want it, Daddy. I oh, want Violet? it now. Oh, Violet. Veruca or whatever her last name was. Yeah, I can't remember. If it was Veruca or Violet who wants it? I it was Daddy. Daddy, I want Violet. it now. Mm, I think it was Violet. She, mm-hmm. she eats the blueberry thing that makes her blow up. Yes. right? And mm-hmm. I want it now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you don't know, you know. And parents are embarrassed by how messy their home is. Most parents that have little ones. Excuse the mess. I'm like, this is all duh. I mean, ask any parent. No one's going to remember this. You don't really care. care. I mean, you you care, but you don't care. Clean up at the end of the day. Yeah. Those are duhs. I know. Da-da. Yeah, very much so. Da-da-da. Road rage, cat calls, and toxic offices. Uh, 46% of Americans say these are the harassment that they cannot stand. You feel? You know, well, yeah. you want to people, know what? People are very... People are on the edge. They are. The driving thing, though, is scary because you'll be driving and all of a sudden two cars will be racing behind you and then they come and cut off people and they're, there's a lot of... Um, Road rage. Um, yeah, Indy 500 driving on our freeways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's two cars going at it at the same time and you just sit like, okay. You know what I noticed this weekend? Indy 500 driving that stops as soon as the smoky pulls up behind you. Like there was a, <laughs> a state patrol coming up and everyone was going like 82, 83. And then the guy, and all of a sudden everyone slowing down. Yeah. Yeah. Always. What's the, what's the hold up? Up oh, there's the state oh, trooper sitting is. in the corner. There They're giving go. you alerts now. You know, on Google. On your maps? Yes, speed, speed trap, trap ahead. ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. they used to do that. Convenient. Um, That's was, very nice. I appreciate it. I think it. so, too. Waze was the first to do that. Yes. Waze was a, a navigational software that you could use where you could mark a police officer. But then what they would do is cops would then go, and there was a long story about this, they would then download the app themselves, and then you could say when it was done. So then all the cop stations would, would go in that. and say, hey, it's actually done, so you're cool. Then people would start speeding up. Yeah. Oh. It was genius. It was yeah. pretty, I mean, why not if why you got not? Yeah, you're trying to collect some money there. But I didn't see too many uh, state patrols. I really didn't either. I I saw a lot of dead deer. Okay, I saw seven between Hinkley and Wyoming. We need someone to call us about this. I have never seen so many dead deer. When I went to Chicago. When I went to Chicago last weekend, too, there was... What is up? This morning there were a million. I never have seen that many. No, I've never seen this many either. If anyone knows... In the know, we'd love to know. That's right. We won't play the study of Duff for you. We'll just believe you at face value. For call. <laughs> All right, listen, when we come back, we got the rest of the story. Oh, 
I love that music. It gets us excited for authentic Mexican food at El Burrito Mercado. And we just want you to know, I mean, you were all probably out grilling and doing fun stuff. But El Burrito Mercado is the spot to be. They have happy hour Tuesday through Fridays from 3 to 6 p.m. Classic $5 margaritas. Lovely. And drinks. And drinks. Food and drinks for $5. That's great. And they're serving Mexican breakfast daily from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. And also, you know, the they've remodeled the restaurant. They have the beautiful, we love sitting outside there on oh, the, the patio. patio is gorgeous. It's so fun. And if you want to, if you like to grill at home, they've got all the great meats for the grilling season. You can get at the butcher shop already seasoned, already ready to go for you. That's the part that I never like doing is I never know, like, what kind of season, how can I get these if I want to make some yummy feed? Is it so much easier to go to El Burrito? Absolutely. And they're hiring servers for their restaurant, bar, and patio. Check them out. Go to my talk, El Burrito. All right, so I read something over the weekend, and and Catherine Heigl, um, who was on Grey's Anatomy at the very beginning and mm-hmm. had the very famous scene with Denny. If anyone's oh. going way back, yes, yes. And she was one of the doctors, and she was blonde, and she left Grey's Anatomy, and it was always she had this just horrible reputation about she was a complainer, and one year she told. Um, Shonda Rhimes, who was the writer and the people, I don't want you to enter my story with T.R. Knight, who was a Minnesota actor for Mm -hmm. an Emmy, because I think it was such crappy writing kind of thing. And it was a weird storyline. We kind of agreed with her. But so um, Variety.com, second week in June, is going to have these actors talk to actors things. Yeah, because there was the one with That's How We Learned Pedro Got the Pascal. eye infection. Oh, yes, yes. yes. And they, they, they sat down with his co-star from The Last of Us, Yes. Right? No, it was, was all just fellow all the actors. actors. Oh, Karen fellow Culkin actors. from Succession. Oh, yes, yes. Michael Imperioli from The White Lotus. So now the, so the group is, of women are going to sit this down. This is going to be cool. Ellen Pompeo, Meredith from Grey's Anatomy, the reason Lori quit watching because mm-hmm. she couldn't stand her voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then sure. Catherine Heigl, who was on Grey's Anatomy, who famously left at the height. Um... But what happened to her is she, um, in a 2009 appearance, was on The Late Show with David Letterman. And he's asking her, why did you exit your role as Dr. Izzy um, Stevens? And um, she said, I, it's, it's crazy. It's cruel and mean what they do to us. They make us work 17-hour days. And um, Ellen Pompeo said, I remember Heigl said something on a talk show about the insane hours we were working. And she was 100 percent right. She had said it that way. And she'd be if she said it today, she'd be a complete hero. Although at the time she was ahead of her time. And when she made the statement about the crazy hours they were making them work on this show. It's uh, people slammed her. You're so ungrateful. Yeah, I remember that. You are just such a, you're a troublemaker. You're always bitching. And they went on the whole storyline about her mom being the most horrible manager and no one wants to work with you kind of thing. And she said, but she was 100% right and correct. Mm -hmm. And she was ballsy to say it when she did. And she was telling the truth. And she goes, um... You know, she, Did she say she regretted not speaking up for her because <laughs> no one spoke up no for one's her. Spoke up I for mean, her, she yeah. took so much heat. So it'll be. I think this would be an interesting yeah. dialogue. But she just said she was so ahead of her time. Seventeen-hour workdays, and I remember. And I remember Shepard said the same thing. McDreamy. Julia, we went and watched the we film did. Sex in the City. Oh. Our episode, a half-hour episode. Originally, we were supposed to go to Silver Cup Studios about two in the afternoon. Then they pushed it back to six. Then we finally went out at six. Then they finally rehearsed it. 
at 10 p.m. and we're going to film it at like midnight. That's a and the women just had, to get the lights right. And yeah, this was, was one a, restaurant scene. This is why Lori and I aren't actresses. Besides, yeah. we have no <laughs> talent. talent yeah. The amount of time, time. they take Whoa. to oh. do lighting. I mean, it was really exhausting. So anyway, even kinda, in that book we read, most hated. Those housewives filmed their entrances and exits multiple times to get it right. And they're all filming and then it's all stitched together in the editing. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's... it's, There's a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors, so to speak, but Mm -hmm. 17 hours. And she just Mm -hmm. said, I couldn't do it. And I, I wonder if they still film that way. Though. They don't. They don't. Yeah. I don't think so. And that's when, when seasons were 28 episodes long, not right. 10 episodes long. And they just said it was exhausting. So, and she really, really was. Did anyone watch Citadel? The ending? No, don't tell me. I haven't watched it. No, because we just got home. I've watched that and I am confused. Same. By the ending? Did you watch that, the no, ending? No, not the ending, but I'm oh, kind of doing it like like I kind of approached Game of, Game Thrones, of Thrones, but I gave up Game of Thrones, but I don't know half the time who they're talking about. Same. It's such a good story. I love that show. But I have no idea what's going <laughs> who on. Who the hell are they talking about? Yeah, I don't either. Okay, cool. Casey and I rewatched right. the fifth episode <laughs> okay. because we were like, did we see this? It all seems like so much because they are bigger episodes. Yes, it's just they're more I, we than might, sixty we minutes. Watched the, we watched it last week too. It was a lot. I, I love that show though. I know, but I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know who's who, and I don't know what really is going on. I don't know who's the mole and who's the spy and yeah, I know who's right? the good guy, who's the bad guy. I have no idea, but I like it. That is such a good show. Yeah, I, I'm. You know, that one is that one's good. It's not great, but it is a good. Popcorn TV. It is. Are you guys, Grant, are you excited about the Stanley Cup? Um, I'm excited about the teams. Being at Florida and Las Vegas, I love this because it's two markets that are not huge in hockey. And it's killing the the networks a little bit. But I love that these smaller, so-called smaller markets mm-hmm. are doing well. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'll am i probably tune in towards the last game. Right. So, did but, you, did you, is the first one tonight? I uh, know. I think it it did this the Julia. It's Miss Jackson tonight. tonight. That is all we have well, room yeah. in Dallas, our hearts for right okay. now. Dallas lost last night to Vegas to end the series, oh, and then the other side it. of sports, Miami. I'm so glad they lost. Yes, well, we all are because they beat us and they beat your Kraken. But yeah. hey, I did do my homework. By the way, I watched okay. what's love got to do with yes. it. Yes, and season. wasn't that good? Amazing, amazing. And Fishburne, Lawrence oh, Fishburne is Ike. Yeah, I mean he's I because I've only seen him in his later years. Yeah. Of his career wow very mm-hmm. good movie and i don't even want to watch piano or whatever the hell the other one was that won the oscar oh you don't no, because you you'll be bored <laughs> with was, holly this was really good yeah this angela was, bassett was robbed of her oscar nomination this is was. why she, she held was, austin's hand at the oscars she knew she was amazing so yeah i did yeah. i i am very glad and that then i watched Tina's that. story is incredible mm-hmm. and i know isn't C- that CBS Sunday Morning repackaged a story that they had done on her. And oh, I didn't see made that. Made people cry on Sunday watching that. <sighs> of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was at the Twins game on Friday night, and in between innings, they rocked Tina Turner songs they did. the oh, whole they? time. And That's everybody cool. was up in their seats oh. and dancing. It was really cool. That's Friday night, good. give respect to the Twins, because they put all kinds of tears. Yeah, that's cool. cool. I like that. Yeah. All right, well, we will have a, a front row review tomorrow. That's when right. When you dance on stage with Janet tonight, everyone have fun who's going. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done. Off you go.